My name is Ty Wilson. I've been a musician for the better part of 20 years. Over that time, I have written, covered, and performed in almost every genre, from heavy metal to alt-rock to country music. I've met some amazing people along the way, and today, we're going to talk to one of them. This is Ty Wilson Talks. Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Ty Wilson Talks. I apologize right now for being absent the last couple weeks. I was recording uh, some new music and prepping for that, as well as a bunch of Against the Wind stuff, uh, which has been crazy, crazy, crazy. There's lots of stuff going on. I'm so happy to be sharing that with you very, very soon. Uh, Go check out... So Against the Wind, uh, my Bob Seger tribute band is releasing our first video on Friday for a tune called Katmandu. There's going to be six videos in total. They're all badass. Make sure to please go check them out. We're going to be hitting the road soon. I absolutely cannot wait to get out there with them. Uh, You all are going to be so, so, so stoked on this. It's such a fun project. Um, And yeah, make sure you go check it out. On, I have no shows this week, but uh, I do have the Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice podcast slash Twitch show that is going to be on at its regular time this Sunday, 2 p.m. at twitch.tv slash thederpwood. And then we uh, release it a week later in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. And that's uh, Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, on to the podcast. Today, we have once again back here, Peter Polito, my good friend and the DM for the Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice show. Um, We have a really awesome conversation. We always do. And uh, he's just a really fun guy to talk to. We riff really well off each other, and we go kind of all over the place with this convo, but um, this is kind of what this podcast is for, and I think think there's a lot of important stuff in here that that comes out. So um, make sure you give a listen. Uh, go and follow him on all the socials at dndwme um, and check out his world building stream on Mondays at the Derpwood um, or twitch.tv slash the Derpwood. We have shows basically going on every week. I do another podcast slash stream there called Dungeons, Dragons, and Mics. Um, similar to, I guess it's not really similar to this podcast. We talk about DD. That's that's it. We we joke around and we and we talk about D and D because I'm a huge nerd. So uh, go check that out. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here is Peter Polito, my good friend Peter. How are you doing today, bud? I don't know who this person is talking to me right now because I'm seeing folks. I'm seeing a metaphor metamorphosis over here. You know, I'm not saying you know, it's a beautiful butterfly turning into a more beautiful butterfly there was never a caterpillar in this you're looking great though buddy you're Thanks, man. like i mean it's been a little over a year since i've known you but holy shit like you are just a furry little caterpillar that's, yeah that's it that just went in just went into hibernation or whatever no what is that chrysalis what the fuck do they call those things pupa just breaking know. out i don't know <laughs> i don't know either but i'm just breaking out of it and uh and getting smaller yeah um it's been a cool uh been a cool journey and i'm not doing anything too crazy i guess out of the ordinary uh other than i'm just eating a lot better you know i have one cheat day like my saturdays are like fucking everything i can stuff in my face pizza and burgers and whatever whatever i want and then uh the other six days of the week I stick to a calorie count, but really like in the morning, it's like four eggs and a couple rice cakes. And then like lunch, lunch to dinner is pretty much the same things interchanged. So like a cup of rice, veggies, and either like steak, chicken, pork, a protein. So, so you like you, you front load your days is what I'm, is what I'm getting. Like you, you get a lot of the food in. Like a, a lot of the calories, I guess four eggs is not really a lot, but like, man, man, my breakfast is just yeah. like a slice of toast with some peanut butter and a fruit. That's it. 
Yeah, and you you kind of want more of that, but it's more to get like the lean protein in, um, and like and like vegetables and shit. So, um, I'm lucky. My girlfriend makes like egg like frittata or egg bakes or whatever. Oh yeah. And just like sections those up. She's honestly, she's a godsend because she fucking, she cooks a lot of my meals on Sundays. I, as you know, am extremely busy and I don't have a whole lot of time to do uh, meal prep and she's a saint and does that for me most Sundays. So, um, I'll come home on a Sunday night and there's just these neat little packaged meals in the fridge from her. And Oh yeah. I go. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I um like my my wife's kind of the same way. Like every morning she like makes a smoothie and like so I get a little bit of a smoothie with all those like veggies and stuff in there too and and then like she's a fantastic cook and she's tr- recently trying the the the, the gluten free thing and it's not uh yeah no. it's not doing it for me so I mm-hmm. I have to uh, ease off that gas pedal because you know yeah I'm I'm honestly it's uh like I I thought about. I know it's so terrible, but this is just how my business and marketing brain works. It's like, okay, should I start, should I do a plan? Like, should I, should I teach people how to do this now? Because like, it wasn't anything too out of the ordinary that I did, but I mean, there's been big results. So I guess the other big thing is like, I work out like five or six days a week. So that's, that's a lot. That's, that's that's a lot for most people. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed it. Like, you know, I came from a very athletic background when I was younger. So it's now that I'm back down to a certain weight like i have that energy and i feel kind of that like youthful exuberance to <laughs> to, to to work out more and, and do more well, buddy, stuff. You, you're you're reaping what you sow you know it's like you're looking you're looking more shredded than a julienne salad man that's all hey, i can man. really say you're doing good, Working on doing it, good. You know? very very proud of you very proud of you and thanks brother i appreciate I, that you have inspired me i think you know in the last couple months i've been like god damn like there's this 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 round ass beer belly coming in and i'm i'm like i gotta start taking care of myself a little bit more and you know i've been doing the workouts in the morning and you know somewhat watching what i eat you know uh but baby steps baby you said it you know in your podcast a couple times you know a while ago you know baby steps so i just kind of took that to heart there yeah man and that's like and I think what helped me out in the beginning, because it's so cut and dry and it's so black and white and it's not a massive change is like the intermittent fasting was a huge game changer for me because I was able to like really free up, like I could eat what I wanted. So whatever was made or whatever I was getting, I wasn't going to feel bad about eating that for the first bit, but I only ate between these certain hours and I was losing weight doing that. And then yeah. gradually as that gets easier, you start, your body starts actually craving like healthy stuff. Is, I mean, I had uh, two days this weekend uh, while I was away recording. I had like pasta the one night, like really creamy, like chicken Alfredo kind of pasta. Yeah. And then I had uh, like McDonald's the next day. And but on my way home, I was like, fuck, I just want a vegetable. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just want a salad or something like that. It felt so gross. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, get, like you get that like ugh, feeling, right? And uh, And you start noticing that more and more as you as you start eating or feeling, you know, healthier or feeling more, more energetic. Oh, dude, for sure. And you know, like it, it kind of adds into all this other stuff that you're doing too, you know, like kind of with your, with your lifestyle, your music and everything. And like creatively, do you find yourself a little bit more clearer, less foggy in the head? Man, I'm sharp now. Like I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I feel like writing wise, like I'm writing. I mean, I was on vacation from like real work last week and, uh, mm-hmm. Like I wrote two songs. I taught myself like a bunch of Pro Tools stuff and like actually like wrote out and drum sampled and like played the bass and like actually put song a song together. And then I wrote another song the next day with uh, um, Amanda DeSantis is her, her name. She's from the Beyond the Lyrics podcast because um, she reached out to me and was like, hey, I, I want to write some more. Do you mind uh, like writing with me and, and showing me kind of how it's done? So yeah, um, that was cool. And uh yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of on top of I'm on top of everything now. Definitely not more clear. That dude, that's great. That's fantastic for you. Like yeah. I uh it's been a very short period of time where I've been like, you know, actively working out again and mm-hmm. I find that even and I don't know if you can uh if you can confirm this or not. I find like I'm a little bit more on the ball and ready to go presentation-wise, work-wise, like, you know, 
D, for instance like i feel like i want i wouldn't like our last session i was like on the i feel like i was on my top game because i like i wasn't missing yeah, a lot of things and if i was it was just there was just a lot of stuff going on and i don't know i just i think you know working out is lending to a better a better lifestyle for me and i'll, I'll keep going down that route hopefully you know we'll your see. your body wants to work out like that's i think that's the thing that that a lot of our culture doesn't necessarily understand or that we kind of it's almost like a a societal thing right now where like it you know working out or maybe like maybe equals toxic masculinity or something like that and the thing is is like as humans like we're we're meant to be active we're meant to be moving we're meant to be doing things like as much as our our brains and our, our technology has adapted to this point. Like our bio, my, our biology is still the same biology we had like 5,000 years ago. <laughs> like it's, it's not, yeah, it, nothing's really changed that way. And so if you're working out and you're moving, you are going to feel better. You're going to be more on top of things. Like it's just, it's, it's how that stuff all kind of comes together. It's how works, we survived right? almost. Right. And you're right. Like, yeah, I mean, I come from a little bit more of a, a nerdy sphere. Right. And it's, it was a struggle for me, right? Because you almost feel like uh, you have to kind of like gamify the the workout. You have to level up. You have to, you know, like yeah. the barbarians workout and all that stuff. Like, um, I don't know. I've kind of walked away from it. I was like, it's a time for me to uh, meditate in a way. It's you're doing repeti- your repetitious stuff and it's just you. And, you know, sometimes I'll even just pop critical role on the tv yeah, man. while i'm working out it is what it is you get to listen and you get to you know also just kind of take time just to yourself that's just, that's how it's, it's perfect be for that yeah. yeah yeah it's it's got to be something and and something you enjoy and something that's sustainable for you to do to keep doing it like i i know i think i don't know if we've talked about this before but i've definitely talked about it on the podcast like with my brain being the way it is like i need regimen and so um like i have everything all my workouts like listed out or i'm actually I, I work with the trainer that my buddy tom um and he has an app that is super useful like i get my plan off him and the app like literally has the plan worked out for each day you can check off like that you've done the workouts and there's a youtube video for each exercise and it's all awesome. done with like adjustable dumbbells and uh and so that's worked out really well for me but i'm the same way like i'll put on um because this app just goes in the background and there's a timer on it so like it times right now because of all like the work i'm doing is very timed it's not so much repetition it's like it's the amount of time under tension um but yeah i'll go from listening to like celtic death metal to critical role to fucking whatever i want to you know lately it has been like aluvity has been a very popular choice like I'm, i've really gotten back into them uh just to make me feel like you know a badass viking while i'm while i'm lifting of course throwing stuff around yeah. of course i've been doing power metal and uh specifically power metal mondays when it's fucking it's a hard time you, you get the power wolf you get sabaton you get uh ailstorm whatever i can throw in i'll, I'll throw it in there what did you think about that uh, the Beast in Black band I sent you? Because I've been listening to them. Fantastic! A lot. I've been listening. Right? to I, They're in. They're in rotation. They're in rotation for yeah. me now. Uh, especially like I. I've lately. I'm like. I'm like. I have to take a break from fucking podcasts. Listening and yeah. listening and listening. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm driving, and you know, sometimes it's late at night. You know, you want to drive a little faster. Yeah. You yeah. put on the. You put on the metal. That's and it, I. Man. We. I mean, here at Ty Wilson Talks, we don't con- condone speeding. <laughs> I mean, I mean, back roads, back roads yeah. are fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, it is what it is. It is but what yeah, it is. Man. Yeah, man. So like, the la- t- go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. I, I got it. I got oh, no, I, I was going to say I, I, that just like reminded me of that, like that book or that uh, thing. That's like, we all like microtransgressions. We all actually break like eight laws a day. <laughs> so, oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's only, you know, you just don't get caught for them or nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, I yeah, was just, my, I, micro speeding. I, You're going ten over. Gonna, that's okay. I was going to ask you, be like, yo, Ty, like, what did you break? What laws did you break today? But we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> I will fully confess to micro speeding on a daily basis. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. 
I think that's uh, that's fair. And and if you're not, if you have the same plates as everyone else, I as spent as months 20, in the U.S. As long as you're under twenty over, as long as you're under twenty over, you're fine. <laughs> I was going the flow of traffic uh, in Cortland, Cortland, New York. My brother was my brother's. He's a he's a apprentice tattoo artist, but he's always been in into tattooing. And then uh before this guy won ink master he uh josh payne if you check him out he's a fantastic work we went to Cortland, new york and this was at the beginning of uh i guess what they would call frosh week there or something um we used to call it like the yeah sorry go ahead yeah yeah no no and it was party central man it was great time um i was driving so i didn't drink obviously um but I was uh, driving back to our hotel in Syracuse and I was going the flow of traffic and I got pulled over and I was so pissed off because people were flashing their lights at me, honking their horns because I was doing the speed limit in my Ontario plates. And I started speeding up just a little bit to go flow of traffic. Boom. Got hit immediately pulled over. And the guy's like, listen, uh, you know, here's the ticket. I said, Hey, can, is there a way I can pay for it? Cause you know, usually in some, some towns you can actually just pay for it right then and there in like mm-hmm. with your debit and stuff like that. And he goes, the guy says, and I will, and he, he had the weirdest accent for the area. He was like, we're not that technologically advanced here over in Syracuse. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it, like I, I got dinged like $300 by the time I got home. Oh, I man. wasn't going that fast. It's just cause your plates, processing fees, all that shit. Yeah. It sucked. Anyways, don't speed if you don't have the plates of everyone else. <laughs> That's fair. I I had my my first uh, my first speeding ticket I got a week after I got my G two. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Uh, I was I had my band and I were going down to record at a studio, and I had my dad's minivan with a trailer on the back. I was just new, like I was late sixteen. It was it was like December. And uh, I was going down Taunton Road, which if you're from Ontario, you know, Taunton Road before the 407 was there. Um, And it goes from like in the little towns, it goes from 80 to 60 and 80 to 60 and back and forth. Um, Me as a novice driver uh, didn't really see the 60 sign as much as the 80 signs. So I ended up going through a small town at 88 kilometers an hour, got dinged, pulled over. Thankfully, the cop was like, was a saint. And saw the the terror in my face, and like that I was, you know, I seemed like a good kid, and and uh, and all that stuff. And he's like, "So, you like just got your license?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 very new. He's like, "Okay, well, uh, listen, I'm going to give you a break." So he dinged me for ten over, which was forty bucks at the time. Oh, and no guy. demerit points, no nothing. And I was, I was so fucking thankful. And I never sped. I mean, sorry, I did. I always watched my, uh, my. You always watched you know, small town zones. Yeah, I was like, that guy saved my ass. I would have been in so much shit uh, had I fucking like had like two demerit points or whatever that system is. You know, yeah, almost 30, 30 over on my first first fucking week of having. Dude, my your license. insurance would have been messed. Stupid. Absolutely, would have been up. stupid. It would have been stupid. And like, do you find that you have like a Hawkeye vision now when it comes to spotting cops and, and radar? I do. Ever since then? I, yeah. 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 I, and I've been dinged a few times. Like in Quebec, um, you know, I, lo- I used to live there and I fucking love it there, but uh, they always, they do watch for Ontario plates. So um, yep. I've been, ding- that's the most I've been dinged was in Quebec. Uh, but uh, on a whole, like I don't have like a billion speeding tickets. I think I've had four in my life. So that's not bad. I've yeah. only I've only That's had the one. Bad. Only had the one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it hasn't been too bad. My insurance isn't too bad either. Like, I mean, I'm not, knock on wood, a pretty good driver. I do it for <laughs> most of my living now. So, I feel like like I I really am like I don't I don't speed much. If I am speeding, like if I'm I'm going ninety and eighty, or like if I'm on the four hundred one, then I'll go like a buck twenty, buck fifteen. Yeah, and that's like that's cool for me. Like I'm good. I'm good there. Sometimes it's a, a healthy, it's a healthy amount. Sometimes if I'm coming back from like the in-laws to my house and I get on the 401, it like I, I'm sometimes hitting like 120, 130, especially if it's late and I'm like, I got to go. I, I mean, want to get home. It happens. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it also depends. Yeah. Like if you're listening to, to power metal, then 
you don't realize how fast you're going. It's just, oh, yeah. it just, climb, it just climbs up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, dude. Second time on this podcast, you know, it and, is. and we always, we're like, you know what? Let's talk about D and D. And then we end up talking about speeding tickets, power metal and, and working out. <laughs> That's the that's the beauty of this podcast. Oh man, yeah! Is like, oh yeah! Is that I really don't give a fuck what we talk about. <laughs> it's true. It's I, true. Like, we're here. Okay, here we're, we're going to pump the show. Uh, I actually am am currently writing a an ad for the start of these podcasts to to pump our show. What? Um, I'm yeah. I'm going to do a little little ad spot at the beginning. Figure it, it makes sense. But um, really, I think we're coming into our own right now with, oh, with yeah. the D and D show. Uh, I think the last few episodes have been amazing. We have a really great community on Discord. So um, if anybody here lis- listening is on Discord or loves D&D or is interested in getting into tabletop or anything like that, please reach out to myself and I will get you in the D- the Discord with everybody. We are very active on there. Well, these guys are really active on there. <laughs> I try my best. I, I do a lot of things, um, which is, uh, you know, I, I got to do a little better. But other than oh, that, come on um we uh yeah we have a really really cool community that's building over there we do a shit ton of twitch streams um like it's almost fucking like once one a week or one a day it's now. one a week it's one, one a day sorry yeah one a day yeah on the weekdays it's insane yeah yeah i have another podcast or uh, stream that we just started called dungeons dragons and mics uh peter's got world building greg's got music like free music uh he goes like through this process of like writing music which is super super fucking cool we got crocheting like it's there's tons of cool stuff so make sure you get a hold of me if you're on discord or you have any interest in checking that out and we'll we'll make sure to get you in the discord and go from there yeah it's a it's a, it's a nice place there's our pump bro there's our pump that's We've the pump it. oh you know i appreciate you didn't have to we're been you know i gotta say man like i when i watched like from where we are now uh sorry back from where we are like when we started to now it's like fu- night and fucking day honestly and like i love that you're doing tie wheels and talks it's mm-hmm. it's my guilty it's my guilty pleasure like when i'm doing like stuff like yard work i put it on the headphones and i listen just because oh, i just like to listen to uh just people talking you know yeah. uh and like life stories they're and this is what the podcast is all about, man. I really, yeah. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy that you do that. I right, thanks, man. I, I think that like, <clears throat> I think it's still morphing. I think we're, I'm still finding my legs with it, but I think that it's, it's really important to, to hear, you know, how people came to be or do the things they're passionate about. But I also just love talking with people and like, mm-hmm. you know, shooting the shit, like, you know, talking about speeding and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, the, it's just like it's so cool to see how many walks of life and i think you were talking about D with someone else i want to oh my, i'm terrible at the remember it's your actor friend uh oh uh, laban laban yeah i believe yeah. it was with uh with laban and mm-hmm. you're saying like you know you just kind of randomly started with started listening to critical no i think this might have been dungeons dragons and mics sorry yeah you know yeah, sorry yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then that's when you started you like you randomly listened to critical role one day and it was like all right i'm in i'm good i got it this is what it. i want to do yeah 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 that was it and i was like yeah, i fully went into it with the like mentality of one day i will be on a D podcast that's what's happening and uh and look at us now hey oh, yeah, look at us. hey look, who, look, who look thought us. Not, who thought? Yeah, who Look thought? At us. Yeah. I mean, thought? Greg would have been the Greg is the one who th- thinks for us. We're the ones that just you know we, just we do. <laughs> we we're do. the doers. Yeah, we we're the. I mean, Greg's a doer too. Um, Greg is a hundred yeah, doer. But they kind of was like because Greg and I were the ones that chatted about it with the last with the last group, um, because I had mentioned like, hey, I think we should like I think we could make something happen here so we should we should look into like you know recording this and putting it out and he agreed and we we kind of built from there but yeah man it's 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 fun shit it's good stuff i love it i had my first uh oh i didn't i haven't even told the group this i had my first uh voiceover audition what yeah way yeah man for like a kid's uh like musical it's just a small production thing but uh i like 
did up a, a recording and that stuff and, and sent it out. Yeah. So waiting to hear back from that. We'll see what happens. But I thought that was pretty badass. Oh, buddy. Congratulations. That's fantastic. You know, Thank like, you. I'm curious. I want to know what what was the process of going on through and, and doing that? You know me. I like doing voices and stuff. And that's always been in the back of my head. I just want to know what's going on. Yeah, this one was like, uh, because it's a lot more music based, it came through as someone who was looking for just someone with my vocal range um, to play like the the dad part over, you know, like kids sing alongs, like wheels in the bus and stuff. Oh, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they just wanted like a nurturing, like, you know, warm male voice. And, uh, and so they sent over the slide or the, the audition like section. So I just had to sing my part over the parts they had already recorded so like kids voices and like this female voice um and send it through and that and that was kind of that was kind of it i it wasn't or you know that she it was a kind of like entry level not super high paying but for me i just like i told them straight up i was like i just i want like to pad the resume like <laughs> help me out dude it's something do it. yeah that's that's how i saw it i think like <clears throat> through all of this lately it's i've learned that like it's it's just the opportunities you know yeah, you've got your daytime job i've got my t- daytime job at this point it's like anything else is gravy and we're just i don't know it's just the experience i i i'm really really into into that like i think i always say to myself i'm gonna make a demo reel i'm gonna make a demo reel I'm gonna make a demo reel and i mm-hmm. never never fucking do just because what am, i think i looked it up yeah, exactly. I think we're, I think everybody gets overwhelmed by those tasks, um, and it's hard to pinpoint it unless you like, like for me, having a team around me that like helps out and like pushes is is kind of like the the golden the golden ticket. And then I start mm-hmm. like getting on a momentum swing and going from there because I I want to do a demo reel too, but I'm it's the same thing. Like I don't have the time and or want to go through and cut different clips and different voices when I should, like I, I could probably go online and find scripts and fucking read off the, like there's, there's ways you can do it. But, um, I think I also like, you know, Hey, here's a fucking idea. Why don't you and I and Greg fucking go to Greg's place one day and we'll all fucking tape demo reels and we can give each other feedback on like what's working and what's not working and stuff and fucking yeah. record them. Yeah. That, that's a great idea. Boom. Like I watched, uh, a video on how to make a demo like and you know it's it's mm-hmm. making your demo for the specific like thing you're doing so for me it would be voiceover work in animation or video games right so right. a character actor you, you're you're not going to be just so you have to have all these different voices and you might want to do ones that like aren't going to strain your voice and mm-hmm. that you can at least do comfortably for long sessions right. um so that's something like I was thinking about doing, but that that's a great idea. If we, like I don't know what, what are, if you were to go into voice acting, what would you do? Would you want to do something more like the what you just did for an audition? I'm open to all of it. No, I I would love to do like cartoons um, or video games or anything of that sort. Like honestly, I, I, I even I think there's no one size fits all um, for me. But uh, I did take a few i was taking some online voiceover like lessons and that stuff and what i got from that was a big takeaway is like to find your like natural voice find that first and then you can go into the character stuff you have an amazing natural voice and character voice you're fucking miles ahead that way thank you but but having your own voice that uh you know maybe is you it's you're speaking on a WestJet commercial or you're fucking you know it's just your way of talking is um you know partially key because uniqueness is i mean everybody's got their certain voice so finding your like actual like true voice uh is is the first step and then from there you can you can do a lot of voice acting and stuff like or you can do a lot of characters and all that stuff so i don't know i kind of honed in on trying to make my presence or my voice uh I mean, as, as good as I can make it. And so I find I have fun with my like pre podcast reads because that's kind of like my radio voice comes out and I get to yeah do things that way. Right. And and then um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny though yeah. with, the, with your voices, with your like radio voice, you know, it, it's it's just a more pronounced version of your voice. Like, I don't know. I, I can't do a yeah, radio exactly. voice, but like if, if you're if Sunday, the, 
Friday, Sunday, at yeah. Fourth Speedway, Monster yeah. Trucks. <laughs> um, the like Ty, like your voice that you, like you're talking to me with now, like your your normal voice, like I could definitely see this voice in like hear it on like the radio for like ads like when i when i was like okay what would ty's voice fit into i was like you know like home depot ads you know like all the like you know like beer ads and stuff like that like you know it's good it's a good masculine voice though yeah it's yeah yeah it it, it hits but it also like it's clear enough that it's not like muddled uh so i don't know i just gotta lose this ontario accent that I start talking I start talking fast and it's like oh fuck by Jesus Christ oh fuck you know and it's uh, (laughs) it's so bad like I gotta stay professional I find like I default to different voices whenever I'm trying to like do something but like lately because you and I and the show have been chewing a lot of scenes with like a country accent, I just find like I default to a cowboy accent and just talk like that for a little bit. Dude, I, I default to to cowboy a lot. And yeah. uh, and it's not on purpose, but there's like even mannerisms, like I'd be like, howdy. <laughs> like when I first Hi see there. somebody, you're like, yeah. all right, time for me to hit the old dusty trail. And <laughs> got to get out of here now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, there was a guy um, at my work and it, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get like this thing where it's like a vocal chameleon where you want to just like copy their voice. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy doing a presentation for us for a part of a company. I won't say the name of the company, but he was <laughs> he's from Texas. And he was like, listen, hey, every day, 24, <laughs> 7, 365 days of the year, I'm there to take care of y'all. All right. Don't. Need, and like I would like I would walk around the office yeah. and emulate every voice with it yeah. like just like hey come on i got you baby don't yeah. don't worry <laughs> <laughs> that's showbiz baby yeah oh, yeah but, but but that's a voice you could like the bow voice you could probably do whole script reads as bow yeah exactly yeah so that's that's the nice thing about <laughs> one of the funny things about like the D characters i've played in the past is i kind of if i'm doing an accent i'm going to train that accent so that i could use it somewhere else <laughs> like, yeah i'm i'm, I'm like you know i if it's Irish or if it's Scandinavian or something like that, like I'm, I'm trying to formulate it in a way that like I can use that for a character at some point on the line, or I can just do Kermit the Frog really well. One or the other, like it. <laughs> I've been trying to do the uh, the Joe from Family, like the Hey Peter, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> or well, or like the uh, well, Dad, it? I don't really know if that's something that we should be doing right now. <laughs> Ah, freaking sweet. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there's so many fun ones that you could, like, fuck around with. And, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun in this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, like, we do this show, you know, because... Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Did I bother you? (laughs) He just didn't like the Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Albert didn't. He was not cool. Kermit the Frog. There must have been like someone opened the door outside or closed the door outside, and he's like, "Who the fuck's here? The fuck are you doing near my house?" (laughs) Is he is he a big defensive dog in that in that sense? He's he's a big wuss, but he's very like he he'll he'll feign he'll feign he's tough. Like he'll he'll he anybody if you come to the door like he's gonna bark and he's gonna look like he's gonna tear your head off, but as soon as you walk in, he's not gonna do that. He's chill. (laughs) He's chill. Yeah, it takes a bit of minute. Like it takes. I don't. I wouldn't. I mean, if I'm not here, I don't really know if it was someone new. Yeah, I honestly don't. But if I'm here, yeah, he's chill. He's not going to do anything. Yeah, I think like especially like sometimes, uh, as cheesy it sounds, but like they can kind of sense like an energy about someone, and if it was a threatening one, I'm sure like they definitely can. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. I mean, my fucking- he's, and because he came from sorry, he came from a, a really like rough background when i rescued him he had been like severely beaten and uh like was going to be euthanized for aggressiveness and all this kind of stuff like he was in in a bad spot so i took him in as a as a a last resort um high uh like high danger um dog from the the rescue organization i was fostering for and he just he's he's just a big wuss they just didn't treat him well how long did it take for him to get like used to you Two full days. Yeah. 
two full days, like wouldn't come out of his crate. Like he, so I, I brought him in the house. He came right from his previous owners. Um, and he had been left in his crate for pretty much like, to my understanding, the majority of the day. Um, and rarely taken out. So that was his like safe space. That was his comfort spot. Yeah. Uh, so at the time I had a lot bigger house, um, with the company I was with. So I had a full bedroom because I was fostering quite a few dogs at the time. Uh, I had a full bedroom that was like the dog bedroom. So I would put the crate in there with their blanket and that stuff. And, and I could close the door while I was at work, but that gave them like a full, you know, 10 by 10 room to chill out and be able to hang out in if yeah. I'm not there for the day instead of crate. Um, with Albert, uh, he didn't, he wouldn't leave his crate at all. Like to explore the room, nothing. And I would come home, open the door. He wouldn't come out. I brought him his food there. And there was one on the second night. Cause like me and my girlfriend at the time would go and like, I'd leave the door open, leave his cage door open and go and like sit on the couch and just go out about my night trying to get him acclimatized to like, this is what, the household looks like like this is what you're going to be encountering and so i would do that and i would hear like his little paws like come and i'd see his head like sticking at the door and then as soon as he saw me look at him he'd run back into his cage so that was you know two days of that and on the, s- the third night um I, w- I had a few drinks and i was like okay little fucker i'm gonna you're gonna come out here and i'm gonna pet you and you're gonna like it so uh, I didn't force myself on my sat on the other side of the, the room and had his cage door open and had a bunch of treats and I just let him slowly come to me and, and showed him that I was safe. And, uh, within about an hour, he was on his back, let me rub his tummy. And that was like, and since then he's just been my, my suck. He's, he's that's fully amazing, and completely, man. fully and completely let me, uh, yeah. And, uh, and so, and he's come leaps and bounds. Like he, he's definitely he was not the menace that uh, he was made out to be. Does he have aversions to certain people? Like, like I know a few friends of mine, they have a, uh, they have a rest, they have rescues that have unfortunately been abused by usually the, the male counterpart. Right. And, uh, they're very worried about males coming in. He, he had like hat issues and like big beard issues um, he doesn't so much anymore. He's very territorial. Like that's his, that's his big thing is he is territorial around the house. Um, and so, yeah, if you come to the door, he's barking and he, it's the one time that he won't actually listen to me and, yeah. and, and yeah. lay off. He won't bite or anything like that, but he wants to like, he's going to, I always warn people if you're coming to my house, like he will run at you and he's going to sniff you. And that's all he's going to do. He's going to get in like in your space and he's going to sniff. But after, you know, a minute, he's going to be fine. And then it's, and after that, he's a big suck. So, um, it used to be much worse than that, but slowly he's, uh, he's gotten better. So, I mean, he's an older dog. I got him. Like, I don't even know his real age. Yeah. Uh, he's either five or seven, like between yeah. five, five and eight. Uh, when I got him, he was between two and two and five. So, uh, he's older. It's harder to teach you know, kind of the more disciplinary stuff at that. I, I mean, you could, I just, I honestly, I hadn't, haven't had the time to be able to do it. And he's a well-behaved enough dog that I don't really worry about it too much, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, no, I was, uh, the old adage yeah, still exactly. holds true. You can't teach a dog, to tri- an old dog, new tricks. Yeah, definitely. But he's, he's, he's a sweetheart. He's, I mean, within a week, I knew that he was my dog. Like I wasn't, I wasn't going to be, he was my failed foster. <laughs> it was like I everyone has going. one a friend a friend of mine just had a failed foster um i haven't met the dog uh, she's still a little leery on other people but hey that's cool that's fine yeah take their own time i had i fostered i think nine nine or ten holy like shit that, in that time period and uh i had some dickhead dogs man like i'm a dog person but there's some dogs like there's a couple dogs that i was like i was happy to see <laughs> really different families oh fuck um yeah there one of them like destroyed that bedroom said bedroom i was talking about uh like pulled off the uh baseboard and oh like, my god pulled the door apart oh yeah it was nuts and then there was another one who was just like the poor thing he he was a, a massive like i'm talking like a fucking mini horse <laughs> um and 
he he was just he's a farm dog that didn't have a farm to be on yeah. and so he was just too big for for everything had a real aversion of people on bikes like he would fucking if he saw someone on a bike go by it's game over like he's fucking going um but otherwise like he, he he could be a sweetheart at points but he was just so fucking big and he bit me like on my first encounter with him uh or the handoff like he bit me right off the bat and was like Oof. okay well what the fuck's your problem um and he just uh yeah it, it's it's sad sometimes you know people get dogs that or breeds like that they know nothing about and it and that's like one of the things that drives me absolutely insane is like if you're going to get a breed especially in the city do not get a, a fucking country dog don't get a farm dog if you're gonna yeah. live like in a townhouse it's just it's not gonna end well and the, the poor dog isn't gonna isn't going to do well itself and then it's just gonna lead to problems then you have to give it up and then someone like me has to take it for six months and and then it finally thankfully goes to a farm in nova scotia and is happy so yeah it's, for sure uh, yeah man and so yeah it's a I, weird, I, mean, uh, I got like i'm a dog person 100 percent. i got like a soft spot for them right so yeah you you do your research if you know what what type of animal you're getting at least that's what i mean my parents did and that's what i i'm doing uh mm-hmm. but i got my italian greyhound who is just this little kobold just running around just screaming and barking at dogs ugly, ugly cute Oh, ugly she is cute. ugly cute, a hundred percent. I mean, you can't tell that to my wife. My wife will be so like offended. But like this dog, like this dog already is missing teeth because they already have periodontal disease, and their teeth just like some of their teeth just rot out. And you're like, yeah, you're it's an inbred, fucking... it's an inbred dog. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're a fucking ugly dog, but I love you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're. I mean, it looks like Dobby the elf. That's oh what, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it was funny because we when we were streaming last night, people were asking, "Oh, c- bring her on, bring her on." I couldn't bring her on because like she was like asleep, and like I went to yeah. go grab her, and my wife was like, "Don't you fucking move her, like don't fucking move <laughs> her, fucking dare." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, just gonna back off, let that one go." Uh, slowly melt into the bush. Yeah, uh, and yeah, away man. you go. How was your stream last night? How'd that go? F- fucking fantastic! Like just to kind of explain to the the listeners here, like yeah. I do, I'm like the dungeon master for the, uh, like our Dungeons, Dragons and Dice show. So on Mondays I get on a, a stream on Twitch and I just world build. I just make things a part of our world. And, you know, what we worked on last night was a collaborative storytelling effort from Greg's character. Who's he's from like a, uh, an Island that I had never really <clears throat> created. I only had a name for the Island and like one little, uh, one little identifier that it had a volcano named with a name on it. And so Greg gave me a ton of information and then I went through and I started building it. So that was, that was last night. We, you know, we just built out the Island. It's not hundred percent done yet, but you know, people come in, they add in their, their two cents. They say like, Hey, this is what, you know, that sounds good. Or this is cool. Like, or what do you do in your game? Like it's a lot of, just talking DMs to DMs or people learning about D&D and wanting to come in. Um, but it was fantastic. We got like raided by uh, another world builder and brought a lot of other people in talking about, you know, everyone was using the, the follower emotes, the bow sigh and all that stuff. So it, it's oh, cool. Nice. There's a little bit of a community that's being built in to something that like, I mean, we're all passionate about it, man. Uh, you know, in, in our own ways. So, it's it's we it's weird to see like people like i'm like fuck people want to sit and watch me build something and or sit and watch me like do a random voices on a on a stream like it doesn't it's still it's still hard for me to compute and it almost feels like i don't know if you feel this sometimes but like imposter syndrome you're like why do like why do people want to watch me do this <laughs> right that it's i definitely have imposter syndrome and i think everybody has imposter syndrome to an extent when it comes to everything when you start getting good at something or when you are good at something there's a difference between realizing that you're good at it and then there's a difference between like imposter syndrome where you can't see how good you are or you're you're holding yourself back because you're too self-critical and i i've definitely been in that spot most of my life where i was so self-critical that i was like nobody's going to enjoy this i am now like more than anything in the last year 
have just said, fuck it. Like I believe in my own talent and I believe in what I'm doing and that's, and I'm just going to keep doing that. So, and people like it great. And, and, and a lot of people seem to. So, I mean, that's how how you got to look at it, man. Like whether it's music, whether it's voice act, like whatever, like we're having fun. You're, you're going to do it anyway. Right. Like you're, you're, it's one of your passions. Yeah. So why not? Why don't fucking let other people see it too? And if they enjoy it, that's up to them to decide. That's not up to you to decide, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's a good point. I just have this weird love-hate with this uh, imposter syndrome or, you know, like you being your own worst critic, I think, yeah, it it, it is damning to a cause uh, to 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 a certain degree. But at the same time, I find that if you're being like your number one worst critic, your number one, you know, self, so super self critical of yourself, that improves you to do better. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree with you on there. But at the same time, you can't, you can't be critical to the point where you're like, you suck. You got to be critical to the point where like, here's where I can improve in this aspect. But hey, like pat yourself on the back. I'm doing pretty fucking awesome. Look at all these fun things I'm doing. And I get to do that. Like, that's something that I've, I've really, like, I wake up every day and I go like, what do I get to do today? That's, that's fun. Like I get to play an instrument, which not, you know, so many other people can't do. I get to, you know, do a podcast that I've made and self-produced and, and that nobody, a lot of other people don't get to do or don't know how to do. Like, it's not tooting my own horn, but at the same time, it's like being gracious that I have done these things or had the perseverance to cultivate these skills that I'm able that about for things that I enjoy that I love doing. So yeah. Yeah, man. Like you got to give yourself a break and just fucking go with it. You know, and this is something like uh, you know, actively working on. Right. And, yeah. and I, you know, you say like you wake up and you're like, what, what do I get to do this morning? It's almost like I've been kind of waking up to myself and saying in a, in, in the same way, but in, mm-hmm. in, in my own way is, you know, saying like, bring your best self forward. Right. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, whatever you're going to present to people is what you should be proud of. And, you know, you know, me, I've had, I have, I have a tough time letting myself enjoy something that we've we've all done and worked on and that was fantastic i immediately yeah. i'm immediately the negative guy and I, i'm working for, uh, working away from that because it's not it's not healthy um mm-hmm. but i'm also enjoying like i'm blown away b- with all the work we've done you know like it, it's it, it's fantastic it's 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 great and i'm so proud of everybody that that you know this is something that we've been doing for a year now and i feel like now we put enough fuel into that rocket and now we hit liftoff and it's we're starting flying. to go. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting to yeah. go talk and, and do a quick read for the DD and D show one more time. I'm just going to grab something just so you can see it to see like I'm living the truth, bro. So just talk for a minute. Okay. So for dungeons, dragons and dice, what we do in dungeons, dragons and dice is we tell a story in a homebrewed world called Aslos. Aslos is the world I've created and I've been using it for, multiple multiple years and we've been playing in there ever since and it's fun to see people also collaborative storytelling put their own parts into it as well all right i'm back thanks pete uh so this is what i have hanging on my fridge that i look at every day and uh and i I, like i feel like affirmations are like kind of woo woo and you know but honestly they help and so like be honest be good be you is how I go about every creative experience or whatever I do. I read this before I do anything, before I write, before I do a podcast, before I anything. Just be honest, be good, and be you. And then I have a lovely message from my girlfriend telling me that I'm killing it so hard. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. That's great, man. You know, uh, and like you said, you said it's woo-woo, but at the same time, it's a, it is a mantra that you you say to yourself that, you know, it's just those words it's just words but they like they mean something to you they don't mean they're not, like those words are just a sum of its parts you know you be good you know do, that kind of goes into what you're doing anywhere in the day and yeah you know like and as i say bring your best self forward it could be in anything it could be in work it could be in doing our next our next D show it could be just yeah going out and interacting with people yeah i mean yeah like it, it goes like be honest is like authentically you know 
talk about the things you like to talk about or be the person you're going to be. If I'm writing, then like write me, don't try to write like somebody else. Um, be good is like, be fucking good at what you do. Like take pride in what you do and, 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 you know, do your best. Or like, if you're going to do something, do it with your full, you know, potential. And then be you is just like, just fucking be yourself. Yeah, be me. I, I'm I'm like happy in the skin I'm in finally for the first time in a long time. So uh, I always knew it was there. It was just uh, I needed to, to coax it out and make a bunch of fucking choices to to make sure it happened. Yeah, man. Those are not easy decisions, right? Nah, nah. But I just fucking I had to get that warrior mind going. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You know, I struggle. I struggle putting myself into a uh, a mindset where it's leaving me vulnerable, but it's how you improve, really. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be like a compassionate, fucking compassionate killer. Like yeah. it's it's like I I you know I wake up every day and I just want to like just want to rock it. I just want to fucking just smash what I'm doing. But I also really like I want to build community with people and I want to help people and I, and I want to be, you know, empathetic and compassionate. And and I know that people are going through a lot of fucking things. And so I think that if you can master those two things, like keeping on your grind, but also staying, you know, compassionate and, and, and kind, then that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the perfect, uh, perfect mix. This it's so true though, man. It really, it really is. I, I don't know. Like I, I look up to what you've been, what you've been doing. It wasn't, you know, you're, you're, you're so, so like whatever, reaping what you sow, I guess, you know, you've been, yeah. you're, you're enjoying the fruits of your labor right now. And those, and those fruits are still coming. They're still growing. They're still ripening, man. Like you got the tour coming up, you got everything coming up. So it's, it's amazing. Honestly, dude, I'm really just like, I always say it. I'm like, I'm just proud of you, dude. <laughs> thanks brother i appreciate that it's it's like i think it was when i went and did that other podcast the uh the one i did by myself kind of at the beginning um everything compounds like and so when you reap what you sow like you start seeing those little changes at first but honestly like and the fun thing is me being able to like step back and actually seeing all the like the cool things happening on the outs or like from the outside Mm-hmm. And knowing that, like, if I hadn't have made certain choices, that wouldn't be happening. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that uh, you know in in a short time you can make some pretty significant changes. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, and you know, really enjoy it. It's cool stuff. Absolutely, dude. And like, you're you're someone who's like, I really like, like when we when we we kind of work off each other well when we're playing D and D. Like it, yeah. it sounds, it sounds ridiculous, but folks, trust me, it's like, it, it, I haven't done any improv in my life. Ty, you've done that. You've done some acting, you know, I haven't done any of that. And it's just, you kind of get this vibe that you know how to respond to me. And then that gives me something to at least work off of. And it's, and not saying everyone's fantastic in the role playing in our, in our group. It's just, you know, when you're like a trained actor, man, you got that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I think a lot of the responding is, is really like, I'm responding to your well-made characters. Like you got like, take, take that too. Like if I just had a no name or if you were coming at me, you know, as a plain, your own voice, <laughs> whatever figure that you're not putting any emphasis emphasis yeah, into, yeah. like the performance isn't going to be there. But like, you know, we've cultivated characters like, and the relationship between our characters, like Dolva and, and Barack, where like there's a known, you know, I know exactly like what I'm hitting there. Like it's, you know, this is almost like a father figure. I, there's a highly high respect here. This is I know what I'm obligated to do as this individual. I know what my job is in the tribe. I know what's going to like, you know, I have all these things to work off of, and that makes for a great you know scene partner. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's all it all comes together. That makes me feel like you know. Well, first of all, thank you. It just makes me feel like I can do some sort of voice acting in in, in my life if I you can, man. Yeah. You got this, man. Thank you, you got this. Thank you. But dude, it's it's always a pleasure coming on here and talking to you about about D and D, and also like we always talk about so much random stuff. 
like, I, love it. I, I find. And it's, I, I, I love it too. It's just, I, I'm such a scatterbrain. I don't know about you. I, it takes me a while. And you even see it like when I'm doing my world building. I feel bad when people are watching because I'm like, let's go work on this. Actually, you know what? Let's go work on this right now. You know what? No, we're done. Like, let's go back to over this, over this. And like, and it's like, it's like light speed. Are you like that too? When you're like, when you're like, like composing or writing music or anything like that? I used, I used to be. And, uh, I mean, now that I'm on my like medical speed, like, yeah. I, I can focus a lot better, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. um, yeah, that's definitely, I do get scatterbrained at points though. Like my attention span, even on medication is, is, uh, is waning but that i think a lot of that also has to do with our society and like you know how fast shit comes at us you know it's little little fucking 30 second bites like that's what you're you're absorbing and i'm trying to train myself or train my brain a little more differently than that uh and get away from that type of mentality but fuck it's hard dude it's (laughs) terrible like i uh i did a little bit of a detox from social media uh aside from like our like streaming duties um Mm -hmm two weeks ago was fantastic i felt like i actually was able to not be like all right that's a 30 second clip let's move on i was actually able to sit down and and watch something take my phone put it in the next fucking room because i know if i the moment i feel that like lingering just like i'll just go look here it's second nature now bro like you just pick it you just pick it up and and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit like this is in my hand and i'm staring at a screen it's fucked it's fine you weren't paying attention to what you're watching and no I don't know. I just, I feel like I need to be more attentive in that, in that nature. So yeah. figure it out. I'm working on it, man. I, 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 I had to set a, uh, I think I, I don't know if I told you this or not. I had to set a timer on Facebook. Cause I was just, I was getting so mad. I seeing so many like hate porn. Like that's what I call it. Oh it's yeah. Fucking like there's so much outrage porn that is, uh, it, it just it would make me so fucking angry and then i'd be all fucking like fuming and I'd be like why am i so mad and it's just because i'm scrolling facebook seeing stupid people saying stupid things yeah. for the whole day and and uh, so i was just like fuck that i need to cut that out so i i restrict myself to a half hour of scrolling a day and uh, i try and just like keep that to either posting or like responding to comments and stuff and yeah it's a little different there. for you because I know you have like the the Ty Wilson music page there and stuff. But for me, I got rid of it. I got rid of. I mean, I still have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. I uh, only use it for Messenger. I only have the Messenger app on right. my phone. I only have the Messenger on my web on my browser, and I don't go into Facebook anymore. And it's that's smart. Fucking man. great. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like who yeah. cares? I like, wish what? I could do that. Yeah. If things got yeah, if, if things get like more excuse me successful for me I, I i'm i think i'll probably end up doing that but uh so you much of my to. reach is facebook right now yeah yeah and uh, so i i try and i'll make it work with with this system but like i find instagram is infinitely better more more or less angering like you know there's still certain things but for the most part it's a little easier to digest yeah and like mm-hmm. i'll be honest like you know i <laughs> i have a tiktok for the D stuff and yeah um, I don't know. Sometimes I, I I don't like to go scroll through TikTok because it's the weirdest, most foreign thing to me ever. It's literally like walking into yeah. Alice in Wonderland, like Wonderland or whatever it is. It's so it's such a strange medium, and so many people love it. I I just I can't. It's so abrasive to me. Like not that people are abrasive or the, the content's abrasive, but the like scrolling and then like everything's in your face i also like the the dances man i can't do the dances like that that stuff just cringes me cringes me right oh dude absolutely or the lip syncing like uh, it it just it hurts me um well i do that's just my my thing yeah 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 i do the lip syncing but i i put it in a dnd turn like i think that's where you probably would be like okay that's funny right i think your shit's funny oh i honestly you, do i think you're like you're 80 you're you have such a fun like comical weird sense to you to you in the videos you make it's they're they're hilarious and uh and D with me is such a cool like brand in itself that um your content is 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 genuinely funny and and educational so it's oh, like you, you know you're like the bill nye of D. <laughs> that you know like that's something i would like to what i like to get get to and you know i appreciate that because like also you got to be able to make fun of yourself there are so many people that are just like so 
in their own head and be like, no, I have to be yeah. this big. Like, you know, like I can make myself look like an idiot. Like, y- yeah. you know, in the streams that people can like redeem something to have a hug cam. I don't know if you saw that, mm-hmm. but I know like, I didn't. Okay. So in our streams, when it's a world building mm-hmm. stream, I have a secondary webcam and people can redeem for like a thousand points on our stream something called hug time and it literally is a camera it switches from this camera to this camera and it i made it look like an old school camera versus cuddle cam 1.0 yeah. and i like pretend that they're there i'm like oh hey hey come here and i grab you and i tell you i'm like it's okay everything's gonna be okay it well, is just, the, just adorable the number one redeems like everyone's like can i redeem this now can i because i i limit it because i have to then i'll have to be constantly right. going like um you're gonna be hugging people yeah i'm gonna be hugging people and also i have a a a thing like where i play an audio clip for greg to remind him that he didn't level up it's literally (laughs) it's like hey you've reached uh your friendly dungeon master peter's voicemail uh if this is greg calling you did not level up and (laughs) people i love that fucking love it because i and then i have this thing where i have uh this thing called the awkward cam where it's a camera that like is only looking in this little region off to my right Mm -hmm. and i have to stretch to get to it and they and it's always like my face gets all contorted and i'm like it's that thing with the where when i was but making it's brilliant man when I, yeah it's you gotta gimmick so yourself smart you gotta yeah. make you gotta make fun of yourself or else you're like i i hate being too serious right no one wants to no one wants to watch someone taking themselves too seriously yeah ever yeah no, no it's one true. wants to watch a try hard it's true it's true so like yeah. I, I don't know i, I that's where I kind of maybe that's where the imposter syndrome comes in. It's like, cause I'm like so goofy. It's like, should I be doing this? <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's, that's my own demons to fight. <laughs> and the imposter syndrome is like, like it's rampant through any successful person, like any interview you, I mean, Joe Rogan, like on that podcast, a lot of the famous people, he talks to them about the same things and that shit doesn't go away. Oh yeah. With success. So, so, so that's one thing I've learned is like that it's just going to stay there. So you might as well just try and get past strap in and and deal with it because, because it's not going anywhere. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited because like I, now I have like the the next two days, three days off, four days off. Um, Fuck! Look at this guy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm also taking time to do some self care. I'm, I'm excited, you know, uh Thursday, Thursday getting some a tattoo done by my brother uh oh, nice yeah so he's doing a he's like hey can I do like a tattoo on you it's like you know I'm apprentice so I can't really like I can only do like arms and legs and something the size of a palm that's the biggest I can get I'm like get Barack's face get a Barack's eye <laughs> he drew up this picture of a d20 with like eldritch flames on mm-hmm. fire and then a dragon's claw holding it and he's like, can mm-hmm. I just tattoo? And it's like oh, in an old school style. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Wherever you want to tattoo it, let's tattoo it. So I don't know. I'm excited to see where it comes. Badass. Yeah, where, where it goes nice. there. Because he's kind of leaning into that nerdy realm. That's awesome. I'm I'm going for a massage and a float tomorrow. Have you ever done a float tank? No, my buddy told me that a float tanks are absolutely like you need to do it. They're a crazy experience. But uh Yeah. We're we're almost at an hour, so I'll, we're, I won't talk much about it. But yeah, uh, the float tank is badass. It's super crazy. It's as close to like weightlessness as I've ever been. About. Like it's, and uh, you really got to confront some shit in there. Like you're gonna confront your your yourself a lot. But then once you get past that, you're you know it's it's really relaxing. <laughs> we'll talk about that more because I I wonder how do you yeah, get man. past yourself. But that's interesting. I have some meditate meditation has been like a big thing for me when I'm like feeling stressed or feel like a panic attack's Mm -hmm. coming on. Like I just like try and center in and like ground myself, man, I'm a fucking hippie now. What the hell's wrong with me? Uh, Uh, you're cool. hippie, But but (laughs) the shit works, man. It does. The the shit works. So, um, you know, along with medication, it's, it's just made things a lot more easier and and being able to identify like when i'm going into a a manic or like an anxiety episode or something like that like i can now breathe myself kind of through it but yeah it's it's, it's just cool stuff but the the uh sensory deprivation tank really um i just go for like half hour and uh it's like there's one in peterborough it's it's you know it's pretty cheap actually it's not that that costly and just go float around for a half hour and that just like 
just you just feel chill afterwards it's you just relax it's cool it's cool that's wild man that's wild i get it i'll yeah, try dude. it i'll try it out i feel like Give i'll shot. freak out though be like get me out of this <laughs> you might like uh, like the first if you can get through the first 10 minutes you'll be all right but the first 10 minutes are fucking wacky it's because it's, it's like no other experience that you've experienced. Like, oh it's, my God. it's true, like weightlessness <laughs> and it's all dark. Like, it's just black. Like, you're just in a hole. So you're, it's just feels like you're floating in space and time and and there's just you there <laughs> with your thoughts. That's trippy. That's so trippy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, buddy, I really appreciate you coming on. I fucking love having you here. And oh, dude, we got to hang out more. So, of course, of course. I'm sorry that it was all over the map, but hey, listen, I shouldn't apologize for that. We're Don't we're having it. a good time. We're here, here for. Her. We have fun in the show. We have yeah. fun. God damn it. Uh, it's funny. It's a big hat. Uh, Sunday we have the DD and D show, 2 p.m. Twitch.tv slash the Derpwood. Yeah. Um, it's good. Lots of big stuff going on in this campaign. So, Whew, I'm excited. Go watch it. If you watch me or if you watch us, if you don't watch us, go do it. I mean, if you if you have any interest in D&D, we're a great place to start because, uh, hey, you can talk to me about it after you watch an episode. Absolutely. So, absolutely. You know, if you I'm like, not, I'm not I'm not that famous yet. And if you like Dungeons and or Dragons, they're there for you. It's they are there for you. Yeah. yeah. And so is Peter <laughs> with D&D with me. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> have a great night. Have a great night, buddy. And thanks for coming on. We will talk to you all later. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. I appreciate you listening today. If you could please do me one more favor, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and write me a review or subscribe to the podcast there. It is so much appreciated and it helps me out tremendously. You can also check out all of my socials at Ty Wilson Music. That's Insta, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Ty Wilson Talks.